Hello, and welcome to another thrilling episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. And I am Donald Weigel. And it is going to be thrilling. (laughs) This episode involves the Oscars. And crepes. And ice cream cake. And doctor's appointments. And late night eating. And dumpster fires. <laughs> so stay, w- stay, stay with tuned. us, won't you? <laughs> That's just, this is exactly what you want to hear on a weight loss podcast, right? Yes, dumpster fires and ice cream cake. So um, we want to make it very clear that we only look thin. It is not just the name of our podcast, but it is... It means we are on the razor's edge at any moment of becoming our 250-pound selves again. Like, as though we are, like, you know when you get those, like, pillows or whatever that are in those those plastic seal-tight vacuum-packed things and they're all flat, and then you have to, like, you poke one hole and then suddenly it, like, expands? I feel like I am one, (laughs) like, pointy pencil point. Pasta you'll away get from... you'll get poked in the wrong way and suddenly you'll be 250 pounds <laughs> i do no i'm up on the scale this week and it's only a couple of pounds and i like automatically just start avoiding my clothes because i just assume that they're not going to fit like i'm like well it's all over like podcast is over everybody well i think there are also victories in this story now let's let's save the victories the people the people <laughs> want to hear about the failures first so let's let's talk about the failures the the oscars uh, let's take you back a week <laughs> i don't know what that is wah, 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 wah. yeah uh, so let's go to the oscars so oscars was on a sunday um how did you prepare for the day we did not attend the oscars but we had a little get we were with people with pizza. Yes, we and- got invited to an Oscar gathering, and uh, I had decided that I was going to eat. They, we knew there was going to be pizza there, and I had decided I was going to have a little bit of pizza. Yeah, and I, um, in my sober early morning mind, I thought to myself, I'm going to go for a walk. I am going to have a sensible breakfast. I'm going to pre-track my day. And I did all of that. And then, faced with the steely gaze of three ginormous uh, pizzas, uh, I gave in to my own peer pressure. And I also used a loophole, too, because our host brought in the pizza, and he said, like, oh, boy, there's a lot of pizza here for the people that are here. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to feel like he bought too much pizza, so I should eat it to make him feel better. He's I, actually, I don't know I if I better Gretchen, eat all that pizza. I don't know if Gretchen Rubin has a loophole for that, but uh, if there is a cheesy loophole, then that is the loophole that mm. I chose. Because, but it's serious. Like, there was I, a side of cheesy loopholes, too. <laughs> so I had planned two pieces of pizza. I think six pieces later. Yeah, I must have had a, at least six. And and there were backyard s'mores There also. were s'mores. Yeah. You can't say no to s'mores. I had two s'mores. And then I regretted later not having more s'mores, <laughs> which was <laughs> really, s'mores. really weird. Yeah, so um, it was overindulgent. And I actually went to sleep that night feeling really sick t- to my stomach. I had eaten way too much. Um, and I justified it at the time, but I didn't need that last, that third s'more. I don't, I don't need s'more s'mores. I needed that third s'more. I didn't have it because I didn't feel that bad physically. So then, so that was Sunday. Yay, Oscars. Um, yeah, but like, and you know, my philosophy for the last two years has, has been, you have a day like that 
and or I have a day like that. I'm going to own it. Not say you. I'm going to say me. Uh, I have a day like that, and I realize it's just a day, and I move forward, and you know, get right back on the plan, right back on track. And that is typically what I have done. But now we're going to get into the dumpster fire portion of the program. <laughs> so settle back all with your fire retardant pajamas because we're going to take you into an asbestos wonderland. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Asbestos wonderland. <laughs> I'm taking antibiotics Asbestos right now. wonderland is playing the troubadour they this weekend. They are. So uh, I got sick on Monday. Uh, I have a cold um, and... I was feeling tired, uh, and so that was on Monday. So I, I just kind of ate whatever I wanted because I wasn't feeling well. And you had to work early, so we didn't do our morning walk. Yeah, I didn't uh, hit my step goal on Monday because I had to be at work at something like 7 a.m. And uh, so I didn't get up early. But I still, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should say this. I actually did fine on Monday. Okay. Um, I did none fine. None, none fine Monday. None <laughs> I'm not fine trying to Tuesday. make you feel bad. I, I just, do not feel bad. I did fine um, on Monday. But I, through the week, was uh, getting sicker and sicker. And uh, I think I, I don't have my calorie tracker in front of me, but I ate too much Monday. Tuesday, I was totally on track. Wednesday, I think I ate three days worth of calories and uh, was really sick and just kept going to packaged foods. We didn't have a ton of stuff in the house. Like, it was really hard for me to even go into the kitchen and make anything uh, because I felt so terrible. Um, Thursday, I did terribly. Um, And then Friday, I finally went to the doctor. And uh, I almost didn't go because I... Knew I was up on the scale, and I didn't want him to know that I was up on the scale. So I started bargaining with myself. Could I find very light uh, cottons to wear? Maybe some <laughs> some some very fine polyesters like they wear in the Olympics. Inhale for... helium on the <clears throat> way to the scale. Yeah, but but I used to do that. I would when I would avoid the doctor or go to the doctor. I would take off like every article of clothing that would still keep me within the bounds of decency codes uh, set by our government. Uh, but I, I would like wear no socks, like flip flops, shorts, like in the middle of winter, <laughs> trying to go in, trying to like sandbag my weight. We so need that... to revise the government decency <laughs> codes to cover this behavior. The government. Um, but I would... I would take off my earrings hoping that the scale would go down. And I found myself on Friday wanting to do that. Like, okay, what can I wear today that will offset my, um, my weight gain? <coughs> and, uh, sorry, I am actually sick. This is live, yes, live television people. Real. Um, but I decided that that was my old thinking creeping in, my old eating patterns creeping in. Uh, and so I just wore, I wore jeans and a belt to my doctor and I didn't take anything off. Yeah. Um, which was a big deal because I just owned where I was. So I was up on the scale a few pounds. Um, I feel like now that I'm on antibiotics, I'm kind of, I'm back on track, but it was a giant dumpster fire. Like when you're sick and there's a dumpster fire, you're like, it's over. Like the podcast is over. I'm just going to burn all my clothes. Like I'm going to get that wine barrel to wear, like just from a couple of days. And I can't trust myself when I'm not, well, do you feel now though like you're like you're getting it back together? I do. I do. I I think it's uh and we can talk about this later, but um I think 
it's inevitable that we go through phases where we feel weak and exposed and overwhelmed and not our best. And uh, I know I joke about it, but I've talked about like, you know, so what is the name of your autobiography? Like the week I gave up because I ate pizza at the Oscars, (laughs) like the Catherine Weigel story, like there's no end. Like I just have to keep moving forward. So um, Friday I was able to stay in my calorie goal. I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, I'm still not getting in my steps cause I'm sick, but I'm kind of just owning that and knowing that right now it's not the time to do that. Um, but it was really hard and you worked really, really long hours and weren't around. And I yeah. just, and I, I think that part of the point here is that, you know, we've both lost over a hundred pounds and the, that doesn't mean that we're done. Um, we're not finished. There's no, there's no end. Like we we don't have all the answers and and we the larger we as as humans um still like if when you lose the weight and you are going to lose the weight um when you lose the weight you still have to work at it all the time every day and there isn't there isn't a magic like hey well i hit my goal weight now i can go back to doing what i did before i am still the person inside that i was when i was 100 pounds heavier than this and that person still wants to eat all the pizza and all the s'mores at an Oscar party. And I've got to find a way to live my life so that I don't do that. So uh, to that end, I know you're working uh, with some people that ha- have known you at a heavier weight and some who have only known you at your your thinner weight. And um, I think that there is, um, you know, you've talked before about there being a lot of treats at your job. And I feel like this week was a treat extravaganza at your workplace. Why don't you talk a little bit about craft service? Yeah, it was, um, this was, uh, it was like running a gauntlet of uh, delicious foods or something. The food (laughs) gauntlet. Tell them about that the day that you were like, oh, and it started with this, and then went on yeah. to... Well, first of all... So tuck um, in, people. Get your calorie counters out. First of all, I uh, I worked four straight. Monday wasn't too terrible. I think that was only like a 13-hour day, which is, you know, saying something that 13 doesn't seem so bad. But I then worked four straight 15-plus-hour days in a row, Tuesday through Friday, and um, one of my days, I didn't have to be in uh, at work until about noon. One of my days, uh, I think it was Thursday, started with I got there and there was laid out. The office had ordered buffet style lunch from Panera Bread, which was sandwiches and trays of cookies and salads and and, you know, just laid out like all you could eat. And um, that was followed by the uh, someone bringing in a giant box of donut friend donuts. Donut friend, <laughs> donut frenemy. Donut friend, yeah, donut frenemy. Donut friend is a donut shop here in Los Angeles, oh, which it's so good. is crazy good. And they're not just like your normal, typical donut flavors, but you know, there's like sliced in half and filled with whipped cream and strawberries and. Some of them, yeah, covered with candy bars, and yeah, it's crazy. So Panera, and then donuts, and then and it stopped there, right, Donald? That was all the treats. No, no, it did not. Oh, what? Then around dinner time, of course, uh, you know, it's a 
it's a TV shoot. We broke for lunch, um, in quotes, which is uh, really dinner. And so the caterer, of course, has, you know, buffet style, whatever you want laid out, you know, also trays of desserts and and all kinds of uh, um, hearty foods and <laughs> high calorie things. That and that's are, all that there was. It's just free and it's just available and I could eat as much as I want. Um, and then and, that was it. And that was not it. Oh, what? <laughs> then the network, as a thank you for uh, all of our hard work, ordered a crepes truck. <laughs> yes. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I was yes. trying to think of any French words that I know. It was actually Zutalo. called. It's actually called crepes Bonaparte. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, oops, I craped myself. Oops, I craped myself. <laughs> That's yeah. mine. That's the name of my crepery. Yeah. That's that I'm like you start. build your own crepes or something. So they had crepes. So he had. A gauntlet of Panera yeah. donuts. And so for two hours, they were serving uh, made-to-order dessert crepes, and um, you could go to the truck and uh, ask for whatever you wanted, and there it was. And then, <clears throat> late at night, we were filming late. Um, after that, somewhere around uh, 11 p.m. midnight, the craft service guy ordered pizza for the set. No! <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. All of this in one day. And guess what? I had none of the things that I have just what? mentioned. I managed to get past it all. And you get, guess what did me in? It, mm. it wasn't any of that. It was staying up until 3 in the morning is what did me in. And I did myself in. Oh. I passed up all those like delicious gourmet things. And instead, um, I ended up... Uh, eating uh, a kind bar out of the pantry because oh, I was, I was starving bar. at two in the morning. And then I got home and just started, uh, um, th and this is where, like, you know, I think I'm under control, but just started, like, pounding Pringles and, uh, and my peanut butter cups. And uh, it was just sort of like once I started, I was just off to the races. So I passed up on all of those, you know, and then I was kicking myself later. I was like, why didn't I just have a crepe? Like, if I just had a crepe and not not just, like, nibbled well, all of these other things. But I think that that is, I mean, and we've talked about it before. I think I struggle there, too, because, you know, I was really sick the one day. <clears throat> um, as I've mentioned before, our daughter doesn't really care about food, whereas I've always cared about food. And she can cook, like, hot dogs, probably, but, you know, not not much else, but I didn't feel like cooking. And so I was just eating like packaged food after packaged food, like not even cooked, just like, I'm going to eat a Lenny and Larry 200 calorie cookie. And now I'm going to eat a Pringle and now I'm going to eat a whatever. And I thought to, like, after my haze of packaged foods, I was like, I could have just ordered friggin' takeout and like yeah. had food instead of just feeling sorry for myself. And, but I think it begs the question and I, I don't know that we have the answer, but you know, if you're going to be up from 8 a.m. until 3 a.m., like, how are you going to make it work for you? Well, and, and you know, that's really the that's really the thing. You know, I've I've realized just recently that in the last two years, I even though I've had I've had late nights at work and I've had long days, I haven't had um, I, I've been pretty fortunate to to be able to consistently go to bed around 10 p.m. most nights because uh, I'm super party guy. And if I can do that, then I, I don't have any trouble sticking to my diet plan. But I've 
really just realized recently if I'm if I'm going to be awake if I'm going to work 15 hour days or 16 hour days and be awake that late I've got to adjust and so um, I've had to come up with a new and this is just within the last two days you know plan if I know I'm going to be up that late um, so Trader Joe's has these new um, at least I think they're new these new refrigerated soups and they are um, the whole tub. <laughs> They're like, what? Wait, what is he gonna say? What's the weird trick? Oh, it's soup. Yeah, okay, soup trick. Well, no, <laughs> no I'm just delicious. using it as I'm an joking, example. But so what I decided to do was um, try Thursday to eat t- to save more calories for later and um, spread things out. What I typically do is about seven o'clock have a big meal and then sort of eat largely treats and junk food until bed. Well, I can't do that if I'm staying up till 3 a.m. So eating eating something, saving something hearty. I ate my dinner later. Um, I made it smaller. I didn't have dessert. I ate, um, you know, this Trader Joe's soup is like 250 calories for a whole like one pound tub of it. Um, uh, it's split pea they have and they have a minestrone and they have some other things. And that seemed to really help. Uh, Thursday night though, I still... Um, I, I ate a little bit of dessert early, earlier than I should. And I felt like that was kind of a trigger. And so I ended up going over my calories by maybe three or 400, um, on that day. But then last night learning my lesson Friday night, I knew I was going to be at work until about 3am and, uh, another, you know, 15 plus hour day. And so I, um, I decided not to eat any sort of junk food while I was still at work, and I, I kept eating things like carrot sticks and um, uh, drinking cups of tea, and I ate one of those soups at like 11 o'clock at night, and um, managed to hold on to about 300 calories until I actually got home. And so right before bed, I finally had a little bag of chips and a couple of uh, peanut butter cups, and then went straight to bed. And um, I managed to stay on my calories yesterday. So I feel pretty good about that. Well, and I think um, taking this to the people, if we may, um, I think it speaks to planning for emergencies and preparing for being sick, having to work long hours, being off schedule, having um, a loved one in the hospital or something, and suddenly you're off your plan and you have to go and... uh, you know, not do your norm. And I'm so used to being on track and having everything at my fingertips and feeling good that when I feel bad, it just, it surprised me how quickly I went into not walking, eating crap. And it scared me. Like it actually, I was like, oh my God, is this my life now? Like all of the progress that I've made is, is gone because, you know, I'm sick for a few days. So I think in terms of perspective knowing now you know this isn't forever nothing is forever thin isn't forever heavy isn't forever um and being sick and tired is not forever so i kind of stepped back and stopped catastrophizing it and just going okay i don't feel well right now i can't walk like simmer down and like don't eat bridget's snack food (laughs) like get out of the pantry so I like I went to the grocery store. I got a lot of fruits and vegetables. I um, you know got a lot of easy serve meals to keep on hand. I bought some packaged Trader Joe's chicken noodle soup, and um, 
I set myself up for success by having items around that are healthy and filling. And um, I also decided that, I don't know even if I told you this, that um, nothing good happens in the kitchen after 8 p.m. for me, like at home and in a normal you know, I'm not talking about 3 a.m. working guy. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't make any good choices after 8 p.m. when I go into the kitchen. Like, I'm never like, oh, an apple, everybody. Like, it's always crap. So I have decided um, that for the foreseeable future that the kitchen closes for me at 8 p.m. Wow. That's a bold move. <clears throat> and I even told our daughter about it so that she could hold me accountable. I think well, I have to I, give her, like, a dollar if I go into the kitchen after uh, 8. I think I've decided that I can't, I can't eat i just am not capable or at least not yet capable of of eating junk food when i still have you know three four five hours to be awake so do you think at work because you you were sending me pictures of you eating sad carrots and then just displays of like giant pallets of food it was one woman's last day at work yesterday and so there were there were tubs of pasta for lunch um uh, I make t- make it sound so appetizing. Tubs of pasta, buckets, <laughs> buckets of pasta, and then um, uh, a they brought in a big uh, Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. I feel like we're just making people hungry with yeah, our episodes. Like we've been accused of. But like that. I had to. I I I am proud of myself. I avoided all of it. I ate the food that I brought with me, um, and I think that you know, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like I who have pretty much zero willpower if i can do it anybody can and you know it's not easy but i have i've had to change my plan but i now feel like i have an action plan for when i have to be up till three and it may not go well all the time but i know that if i just that i can't let myself eat those first things when i'm going to be up that late so do you feel like you just have to 100 percent abstain from all the free food I think pretty much I do, yeah. Because um, once you start, I'm, I'm the same I, way. Once I start, I can't stop. No, and, and I bring, you know, I I have my my food day planned out, and I bring exactly what I'm going to eat with me. Now there are some things in the refrigerator, like um, like Greek yogurt, that I will have one of those, you know, but I would eat that anyway. Yeah, and I, you know. I, I, we were actually just talking about it as actual humans might talk to one another. Um, <laughs> we that, don't, we don't just talk in front of a microphone. No, we actually talk about things. Um, but for me, like a serving is whatever size the package is. Like I love yeah, bread, very true. like love bread. Like if it were legal to marry bread, I would do that. And I still have to. I'm sorry. It's what? delicious. I don't, why am I? I'm not supposed to be upset about that. It's fine. Let, let's just make it to 20 years. All right. Um, fine. But like when I was a kid, I would get a loaf of bread and I would go into my room and just eat loaves of bread with butter, like legit. And nobody ever questioned me. Which is, <laughs> where'd all the bread go? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but. Our daughter was saying that she wanted some bread, and she doesn't have food issues like I do. And I was like, I'll buy it for her. <laughs> loophole, loophole, loophole. Yeah. And then I was like, I am fooling myself. Like, I will eat all of the bread because it's in one package. So I ended up buying uh, at Trader Joe's, sponsored by Trader Joe's, um, <laughs> these 
rolls that are single serving, you know, 130 calories each. And I see those as a discrete unit of measure, like one roll, that's what I eat. But a whole loaf, those are just slices of one piece for me. Like I'll just eat it all. So um, I still have to get really honest with myself. Why am I buying something? Who am I buying it for? Like, I cannot touch the shelf in the pantry that has her food on it. Like nothing good happens when I grab Oreo thins. Like it's not good. And I am not a trash person who just grabs whatever is in front of me. And this week I did make some bad choices, but I feel like in the sober light of day, um, I feel like if we do go to an event, um, I really have to watch my serving and like, I don't know if I need yeah. to bring my own personal pizza or something, but like, I just was like, I'm doing it for them. They bought pizza. I need to eat it. Like, no, we, we both need to do that. And, and, you know, even, even as I have felt rock solid under control for a long time and have realized it can, it can slip away from control. <laughs> like delicious crumb cake. Yeah. Uh, and it's okay and it's going to happen and you know I've got the rest of my life and I've got to I've got to work these things in. Well, and that's like I'm up on the scale a few pounds and I feel crappy. And so every next choice is a next the next opportunity to uh go down a path. So I could either say, okay, I'm up three pounds, so screw it, and I'll see you when I'm 250 pounds again, and then I'll cry and be like, what happened? It was like, oh, it was just that one night you had pizza. Like, what was the point? Like, you're up two pounds. YOLO, you might as well gain it all back. Like, so there's always a new chance for uh, understanding yourself better, preparing um, I, I need to have a few things in the freezer that are grab-and-go foods that are I actually like so that if I am sick that I have something on hand that I can cook really easily without, uh, without having to use the stove. Like, so what can you do, at a listener, um, to prepare yourself for the unexpected? Because it's going to happen. Yeah, and, and it is about... It is about being ready for the unexpected and about being flexible and, um, you know, being able to adjust. And I've I've had to adjust and I'm going to have to adjust the next few months as long as I'm working on this TV show. It seems like we're going to be doing a lot of these long days and late nights. And, um, you know, think about your life and, and what what sort of weight adversity is going to come up you're going to get invited to oscar parties maybe maybe and, and but it's so easy to say well what was i supposed to do i was trapped or i was at a business meeting all weekend or they they had it catered like what was i going to do and you know don was you you seemed really distraught about how many hours you're working and your food and you know as i was eating all of the oreos in the house <laughs> Um, you know, but you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And I, I feel like we really do have to talk about how we're going to make a solution. Cause we can either say like, well, I guess we're screwed. Like this is life. And so I'm just going to gain weight. Like, yeah. And I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't go back up again. Uh, it's just, I just can't let it happen. And so, um, I have to adjust, uh, I have to adjust. And I thought I had my plan down pat and now it's got to change because of circumstance. And Two, with that, and I, I think, you know, hopefully this is where uh, a community of support comes in, is it's really important to talk about your challenges because I could have hidden my 
concerned about going to my doctor. I could have hidden the fact that I had eaten snacks. Um, and with talking to Don about it and my online community, um, being honest about it really helps. It takes away some of the shame. It takes away the stigma because we all do it. We're like, there's no, per- maybe there is a perfect person out there, but I don't want to know. Them. Um, but there's <laughs> no there, one wants to be friends with a perfect no, person. No, but it's, you know, talk about your issues, share, get ideas from other people. Um, it's so helpful just to get a perspective and to say something out loud when you're feeling vulnerable. So uh, check us out on the We Only Look Thin Facebook page. Yes, we'd love to hear from you and what you do uh, to get over your adversity and to get over unexpected surprises. Because surprises are coming. They are. Let's see, did we talk about all the things that we said we were going to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we talked about crepes and dumpster fires, uh, but tomorrow is a new day. The next moment, in five seconds from now, it's going to be five seconds from we'll now. We'll have another new, podcast where we can chances. talk about some other things, too. We will. And, uh, and we appreciate you listening very much. Thank you so much. And uh, please, if you have a moment, we'd love other people to find us and find how inspirational we are and flawed and dumpster fiery so uh rate and review us on itunes if you wouldn't mind that yeah would be that, super that helps a lot and please tell anybody you know who might be interested in listening to us that we exist and that we are inspirational asianal asianal the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only the hosts are not medical professionals You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.